This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN on a Thursday, last day of August here in 2023. We'll be turning the page here shortly. We now know why. Giants, a defensive linebacker, Jihad Ward, was hot at Aaron Rodgers at the Packers and once again includes a Memphis tie. So that's why I'm still talking about that story. I heard Jeff play the audio again this morning. I was always wondering, why did Jihad Ward go back to Aaron a second time? I think yeah. now we know why. Again, Memphis tie. John, I tell you all the time, there's always a Memphis tie. Joe Burrow's yes. back at practice. And yes, I know that makes sir. Bengals fans Happy. I think I'm big, Meech. Keep in mind, he's missed a lot of the last couple of preseasons and build-up before and been just fine. Remember, appendectomy last year. Year before that, he's coming off the, the knee injury. That's right. And so, you know, Joe Burrow will need a preseason or practice or anything to be good in a regular season. We've seen that before. A women's volleyball match yesterday drew 92,000 people. I saw that, man. I repeat, 92,000 people making it the most attended women's sporting event in the history of Earth. In the history of Earth. That, uh, everybody from the state of Nebraska was apparently there. Amazing. The and did you see what Magic's tweet about it? No. I can't wait to read it to you. No, I'm sure it was uh, illuminating. Also, Memphis football, obviously, we know. Yes. Starts up this weekend. We didn't talk much about this. The new Tom Lee Park opens up officially on Saturday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You, you plan on taking Riley down? Absolutely not. It's beautiful. You should think about doing it at least once if you've seen the pictures. Once. Nah. After the crowds die down. You know, you got to give them that, you know, the, the first few weeks to wear off. Then I'll probably. It, it opens at 11 a.m. Oh, well, we'll see you at, at about 6 o'clock. About right. Maybe in like January or February or something like that. I'm, I'm, do, I'm never in that, that. area. You, what, I'm, not, well, I'm never it's, there. It's, that's the point. It's worth going down to see. It I'll has, go when you go. It has new rooms. That's my, has, that's my new rule. The park, I've read about this, has rooms. Okay, it's got rooms. Okay, interesting. All right, well, we'll I look forward to later. hearing the details. Yeah, hey, if you notice, uh, if you notice a pep in our uh, in our intern Andrew Step, I don't know, I think he's, I can he's never there. See whether it's good. I'm if glad you notice, it's because he's see, he's one of those like Gen Z kids that like loves European football, right? Like he's one of those types. Mm-hmm. His, his beloved franchise, his team, Chelsea, got a nice win over AFC Wimbledon yesterday. Look at him. You see him. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to shout that he, as someone who's been putting in the time here I noticed the difference in your attitude Andrew you're as one of those Gen Zers that pretends to like football aka soccer right come on Chelsea come on there you go there you go so congratulations to our intern Andrew who's for the rest of the week Brad 
Yeah, for the rest of the week here. He'll be here. Um, anyway, big show today. Uh, Drew Hill's going to join us at 1125. Uh, Mark Giannata will be here at 125. We'll uh, talk to those gentlemen as we always do. Looking forward to it. But sometimes somebody has to uh, to step up and, and, and say it. Sometimes somebody has to step up. Not only step up and say it, sometimes they have to step up and write it. They have to do both. Uh, and, th- and in this case, that is exactly what I did uh, in the case of Mikey Williams. And what I learned, I'm always interested to see like a reaction to something I say or something that I write. Um, because people usually sort of tell on themselves. Um, in, in this instance, most people tell, tell on themselves they, they have very low re- reading comprehension. Um, that for, for at least from the reaction I've gotten so far, mm-hmm. some of it. Um, okay. So you, we do have a little bit of, I don't know if it was COVID related with Memphis, Shelby, you know, county schools. Our, our, our scores were down. We know that. So I, I, this could be, a, you know, related to that. Um, but if people think that I am saying that it's time to cut ties with Mikey Williams because of an Instagram caption, they are more remedial than I thought. Has nothing to do with the caption. The caption was really just a way for me to turn a phrase, right? Mm-hmm. It was not about that. It was about the lack of compunction, uh, the lack of judgment, the lack of <clears throat> understanding the gravity of the situation. I mean, there's two ways that you can handle your 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 arrangement. You can take steps to show that you are worth the risk. Because you know, look, this is not just a Penny Hardaway decision. In the end, um, I think we we learned that with James Wiseman. It's a presidential decision as well. I mean, this is a, a university choice uh, on who to admit and who to enroll. So for not just Penny Hardaway, for Bill Hargrave, for the University of Memphis administration to stick their necks out for somebody, you can either show, be contrite, um, have you know remorse for what you, it did. or it did. Regardless of the guilty or innocent part, that's going to get decided. You should still sort of comport yourself, you know, Humbly in my in my in my mind, if if your focus is enrolling and being a good citizen of the team, mm-hmm. um, and he has simply just done the opposite of that. I think the Instagram account is just the the, the prime example. Um, so it's not about it's not about the uh, you know first of all, it, the, the main incident is what he's in court for next week. Right, right. That's that's, that's first and foremost. Um, after that. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on the fifth. Usually, that is where plea deals are announced or revealed or whatever. Um, but it's just like, how how did you handle yourself in in the in the months after the the charges? And I have to say, I think he has handled himself in the absolute worst possible way publicly. If if the idea is to give off the image of someone who is regretful of decisions that were made. Maybe they have reasoning that we'll find out on September the 5th. Mm-hmm. But still, you have a certain, I think, obligation to show, you know, the University of Memphis that it's worth taking a, a, a flyer on you. And I don't I don't believe he is. Well, and I, I, I just think the deactivation of the account yesterday, and I, I just looked to see if it was back. I don't, I don't see it yet back. Uh, Mikey's done this before, by the way, where he's, you know, deactivated, come back yep. on. But I just think it's it's probably evidence of someone who's told him those things. It's a bad look. Exactly. Bro, whether you're whether you're guilty or innocent in the shooting thing, and you you know you you want to go self defense, whatever it was, set that to the side. Right. You we know you're still involved in that. Right now, it's a roadblock to you being enrolled at the University of Memphis, which he is not. Period. Yeah. It's a roadblock, and so again, set aside the 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 guilty or innocence part. It's you think you do everything in your power 
more importantly, for, forget what, what a 17, 18-year-old, whatever, however old he is, is thinking. You know everybody's – you would do everything in your power, right, to get back right. right? Exactly. Not to add to the issue. That's what I would and do. So, and so now, yeah, now we're, John, this is – you know, what you wrote I agree with. Um, and we, we both discussed how this, this is just shows poor judgment on his part. But I'll I tell you this. I think there's a, there's a reason besides youth and immaturity here that we haven't discussed. You know, because a lot, a lot of times we chalk it up to that. He's immature, he doesn't get it, mm-hmm. right? What, what you got to understand about Mikey Williams is he's got a beast to feed. And when I say a beast to feed, it's his social media following. I'm just going to use us as examples. But you remember coming up through whatever, you, you know, uh, we're both covering, I'm covering preps, you're covering recruiting, go to Tigers, whatever. You and I were always going back and forth about our Twitter followers, right? Yep. It was fun. It was fun. It was like, yep. I have a little race or whatever. But in, and this is in little, you know, measly local yokel journalists looking at the followers or whatever. But don't tell me that, you you, you know, folks that get on social media or whatever, uh, TikTok, that it's not about at some point gaining a following, mm-hmm. right? Think about what your mindset is when you got three and a half million Instagram followers and it's helped lead you to a Puma deal and money. Mm-hmm. You get that many, money's rolling in. No doubt. Think about waking up every morning. John, the thing I used to do when I run with you, I go check your followers. Just again, this is just a little behind the scene. But th- this was somebody with you know t- nine, ten thousand followers, whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and that little part of it adding to that group, and you know, as as Tiger B writer at that point, it it probably felt important. But that point, I, I was thinking about it when I was, think about how much Mikey Williams thinks about what his next picture is going to be for sure. So that what? So that it hits on social media. So that it feeds his following. That he's obviously looking to continue to grow, and why wouldn't he? It's making him money. Puma gave him a deal in part because of the the following that he's got. Absolutely. Think about how much he's got to serve that beast, how much he's got to feed to it, how much each picture matters to him. Yep. And so I just say, if you're looking at that mindset, rather than chalking up to immaturity and everything else, this is actually a kid who thinks, yeah, I can make money when I post. So each post has got a hit. Right. What happens when he gets to Memphis? Yeah. Is he still, you know, is he here as part of something that's bigger than him? Or for Mikey, is it right now, is is he the thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, are you ready to sacrifice, be a part of something? Because your actions don't show that you are. Yeah. What I feel like is this is a kid who, you, you can't just chalk it up to immaturity and youth, because obviously this kid's made, it's been a business for him, social media. Yep. And so I just think that mindset, how do you, how do you change it? That's why we're seeing what we're seeing. That's why you put the post up. Because you know it's controversial, right? right? You know it's going to get hits and likes and everything else, and it'll keep following you, keeps making you look like a bad boy. But that's the issue, right? Is if that is the priority, while we're trying to make you a part of something bigger than you here at Memphis, absolutely, it can't be. It doesn't work that. It, it can't. It's not going to work the way you need it to. Specifically, when you've got a team of older guys like Memphis does, and so it's a bad mix, John. Now you want you know. Mikey want to come in here and have that meeting with Penny like we talked about and, and say those things. And, man, you know, I realize I can't – I got to be careful with what I post once I'm inside the pro- – that's one thing, and it's another thing whether Penny believes him. Well, but yeah. But just know that that's why we're here as opposed to some uh, dumb kid that's just out here and doesn't understand it. Yeah. This dude's he's, – he's wired to make cheat, to make money yep. off social media. Yep. You think that's going to change once he enrolls? No, I, I – and, and what could that lead to, John? I think that is well said, and I think that is – the um, 
you know, the the and peril of it all. I just, you don't need that distraction. When I say what is a lead to, I don't mean down some a road to hell. Like, I just no, mean no, distractions like, you don't need. In a, well, we all make we all make risk assessments in our lives, you know. And I think when you, so if you're Penny Hardaway and you're and you're trying to say, uh, you know, do I want to do I want to save this kid? Do I want to do I want to pull him out of the situation? At the risk of compromising the 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 good vibes around my championship aspiring team. If I'm gonna say yes, you better show me you're worth saving. And he ain't done that yet. Exactly. That's where that's where we're at. He ain't done that yet. I would love for him to have done that. Does Mikey you know? Williams strike you as somebody who is based on what he has shown us? Does he strike you as somebody who was going to come in here and quietly sacrifice if Penny Hardaway asks that of him? If Penny Hardaway asks him, "Hey, you're, we're probably gonna redshirt you. Hey, we're probably gonna bring you off the bench," or does he strike you as somebody who is gonna take his millions of Instagram followers? Followers and complain about it at the first sign of adversity. What has he shown us? I don't. I don't see Mark, Mikey being a part of something that's bigger than him. I see Mikey as seeing himself right now. Part of its youth. Part of it's the money he's made as larger than life. That's exactly right. That he's the party. He's and, the show. And here's and here's the reality for Mikey Williams. And I'm and I, and I wish somebody would 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 tell him this. Well, I think people are. And again, it's about listing. People were telling John Morant, "Don't do this." Well, the money that the money that he has made will dry up. A hundred percent, because you will, ain't on the floor. It will dry up quicker than you can even imagine. You know, he's bought a million dollar home. You know, your 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 shoe deal is not going to uh, exist if 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 you can't play. You know, if you can't play, whether it's because of your own actions or I mean, again, folks, I, I don't think people realize this. Mikey Williams is outside of the top fifty. He is ranked outside of the top fifty. He is so far gone from being a a, a, a guaranteed consensus. He's not even close. He's not even close. Um, if he was, you know, the nature of this business, maybe we'll be, we'll be having a different conversation. You mm-hmm. know, what, what, is there any way, you know, we could just tell him to deactivate his social media well, forever? It goes back to the question, is it worth it? It yeah. becomes more worth it than taking more chances, taking a chance on Mikey Williams if the dude's a, a lottery pick or if he can come in and help you win a national championship. Yes. And, look, I would say this. I. It's not it, the case. It's possible that Memphis has privately decided – Already, yeah, I don't. Yeah, we're not that's, taking. That's him. the one part I don't know. What you, you know, Penny doesn't need to publicly come out and cut this guy loose. Well, is he, what I'm saying. He is on the roster. I don't know. That is the issue. Well, yeah, I, he got on the roster. He signed though, so that's e- that's sort of easily explained. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I if that's what you're asking for in the call, and and I read your column, and I don't think you were. Like you don't need to make a public announcement. No, 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 but, that you're cutting loose Mikey Williams. You know what I'm saying? But it, you it, can it, let the you can let the courts. Exactly. Decide that yourself. It just it does sort of feel to me that Memphis is kind of playing it. You know, like they're kind of hovering around. They're not committing anything. They're just going to see what happens on the fifth kind of thing. You know, like is this going to get thrown out? Is this going to get reduced? Well, if he doesn't have felony charges, you're talking about something completely different in terms of enrolling him. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. It does not change my view of it. I understand what you're saying. If he is if if it gets reduced or thrown out or anything like that. I mean, I I think now it's becoming a character thing. Now it's becoming a what am I what am I inviting yeah. into my program? Yeah. You know? Um am I inviting somebody that's going to be a, a a productive member of this team who's going to sac, you know, like we talked about sacrifice and 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 and, and take a, a lesser role for the betterment of the team or is this somebody who's going to come in here and hate every minute of it because he's not the face? Because I mean, I like, he, like that whole thing on Instagram when when Quinterly committed. I can't wait to be a part of this backcourt. Like totally oblivious to to the fact that he is going to be behind Caleb Mills. He's going to be behind Jalen Young. He's going to be behind you know a lot of guys on that team. Like he's got to come in here and earn that. 
It ain't going to just be, but I think he sort of thinks it is. I'm Mikey Williams. I got a Puma deal. I got 3 million followers on Instagram. I live in a million-dollar home. I, 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 I feel like I should just have this thing given to me as a birthright. I just, I don't feel like, I don't feel like the expectations and the reality are, are anywhere close to in line between Memphis and, and, and Mikey Williams, even if these charges are ultimately thrown out. Because at this point, it's not even really about that. As I said, in, innocent, guilty. This is about choices that you make on who you bring in. Again, I'd be surprised if he can convince Penny Hardaway. You know, yeah, I'm ready to turn over a new leaf and come be a part of part of a program that I'm not going to play a large. Let's be realistic. I'm good chance I don't play a large part for this first season because of everything you just laid out and this right. veteran team that Penny's put together. You know, so so his job is to convince Penny, and I would be surprised if Penny at this point, with what you've built now, aside from Mikey, would say, yeah, 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 I believe. That said. I don't think we'd see a situation either, and maybe this is where some of your concern comes in, where Mikey is so involved, right, and then there's some distraction. He posts something or something else that it breaks everything up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, because I go back to the, again, I don't think lessons be learned. You're not forcing this man into a, into a veteran rotation like you did with Imani. You right. just went through that, and you're not putting the program on hold I, for one dude like you did with James Wiseman. I, I agree. I, just, I, I think he's going to have Mikey know that. That's where, but, but 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 again, as long as he ain't playing, you're not messing up the the product on the court or the chemistry like you were early in that season with the money. Well, That's why I don't. I'm just saying, if Penny, if he did convince Penny that I'm gonna do this, I don't think Penny's letting him get to a point where it's affecting the basketball and the team chemistry. I'm I'm hoping if he's because a, of what you've been through already. Well, now it, you would have to think, John, it'd be on a zero tolerance policy that you'd let Mike, Mikey in at this point. So any kind of crazy posts. I agree. Every, everything would have to coming, align. Coming from the back of the bus? Because let's be real, that's where he's going to be in like terms a, of priority a, a on this team. for me would be like, bro, you don't – no Instagram. Like, what, how how are you going to tell him that when it's his business? That's the problem. Uh, okay. That's then, the problem. That's why fundamentally I agree with you. But any idea, oh, you got to cut him off because it's going to ruin everything. Because I just don't think Mikey's that good, number one, to be on the floor to ruin everything. Or, you know, number two, that, that – this is a situation necessarily where, again, you're talking about a kid who's headed down a bad path or whatever else. I, I just don't think Penny, again, with what you've been through, going to let, let him get close enough to that. You can come in with a zero tile. I'm just leaving that door open. No, I, look, Ultimately, I agree with you. All heads bump. If, it just if, it doesn't if, feel like there's a way through. And, I, and I, so it's not worth it, exactly. probably. It, it, it's not worth it. Pe- but like, I'm just saying, could it be done if you can if convince all Penny the of all that? Align, yes. That's what would have to happen, though. I also but think I, again, I don't believe Mikey's a guy who all of a sudden's going to go to. Okay, I'll, I'll slow it down. No, yeah, no chance. Yeah, let's spend two or three years at Memphis. I'll go on your wing, redshirt me if you as want you to. As you said, bro, it's his not business because this is his business. He got to feed the beast. Puma, Puma, going to have a studio so, for a dude that can't crack the rotation, right? I mean, that like that's. But 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 the idea that this is going to ruin something because well, I because I, I don't think Mikey's going to be on the floor enough to well, ruin do, something. Do you I, I, do you th- agree that's that the one I push back on a little? He bit. could still mess things up. Even though he's not playing, exactly, yeah. as a malcontent I mean, posting on social here, media. NIL, dudes, it's different now, man. These guys got money, whatever else. Yes. Some don't have the money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So they see one that's got it. And because he's and such a celebrity, more, you got a problem. Mikey Williams would be a Tennessee topic. last year, uh, the NIL thing and how it can affect the team and the, the defense and the offense in NIL. I mean, it can, it can destroy some. But again, I don't think he's getting close enough. I, I'm, Dude, we don't have to go down all this road. I wouldn't do it either. Right, and I believe that Penny Hardaway right. is probably in that same line of thinking. Right, but you let the courts do it for you. Well, for sure, that's the first thing. Because again, thing. if you that's ain't the dropping these felonies down, there were 
it's not worth enrolling him because we're not talking about a right. Brandon Miller type. It's not worth the university saying, we're going to enroll a guy with five felonies because we think he can really help our program. Yeah. My point you is, you don't I, go that far. I, 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 honestly, at this point, for me, I guess that's just where I was at on it, where I settled. I'm not even. I'm not even waiting for September 5th. Like, oh, what's gonna happen? You know, what, uh, are we gonna have it? No. Like, I'm done with it. I'm. I'm washing my hands with it. I'm moving on with the team that I have. Yeah. And I feel really you're good. You're going about that. off with the, with the the poor judgment he has yes, exhibited. Yes. Hundred percent. And you know where he's and at. And all the, the things situation. you mentioned, like like the fact that. But you know, but he, that, the part we haven't discussed is what why we're here. Why Mikey does these things. You know? Yeah. You can't just say you know it's it, there's a reason. No, look, he's 19. And, like he he can he can grow and he can learn and he can become a you know a better version of himself. Like I'm not throwing him out as a as a human being. You know, it, it has nothing to do with that. This is not personal. But it, it but he has he he really for the betterment of Memphis basketball needs to do that somewhere else, because this team is too good potentially. There's too much they can achieve, and you would hate to have any of that, any of it, a, a, a percentage of it, negatively impacted because somebody comes in that's not happy about the way that the season is going for them individually. You know, it's just I'm not on that wave. You know, and I hope that uh, Memphis is not, and uh, you know we'll see what happens after the fifth, but. Uh, you know, it's always it's always going to be interesting with Memphis basketball, man. Like never a day is is it not interesting? Just calm down. Man. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm just I'm just saying my piece on it. I don't want there to be no confusion about it. Well, I think you've made Memphis basketball clear. does not need Mikey Williams but, but to be successful. But they also need to come out in public say we're cutting them loose. No, no, no. I agree with that. That's you don't have to say anything publicly, especially but, with where where they are with the yeah. court. The court thing right now it's yeah. still up in the air. But eventually he's going to have to be removed from the roster. So you that, don't agree with her that if there's any coach that could help this kid, it's Penny. I mean, I that, that's the only why, why I still leave the crap. I, I think that could be true, and it's, and it's also still I, I not think you worth said it. Yes, when her, yeah, 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 I'll give you that. Like, I, like that's like I, I but, do but think Penny can help him. Not worth it because you just said the betterment of Memphis bat. Memphis basketball be fine as long as Penny ain't trying to force this kid in the middle of things. And I, Penny's done with that stuff. I just, I'm, I'm praying and hoping. I just don't, especially think, a guy that ain't even in the top fifty. What, what's the point of bringing in Mikey Williams for him not to play? What's the point? You know, like for the future. There's no uh, that, that you're you're telling no the kid we're gonna with ma- Mikey Williams at Memphis again. Not with the way he's conducted business previously. That's all we got. That's all we have to it, go on. He ain't got to convince you and me, bro. He got to convince Penny. And if Penny's willing to put his uh, a season or whatever else you want to put on the you know, Man, online, the distraction that this is, bro, that's on him. I just think he he's grown to a point as a college basketball coach yeah. where you realize these distractions are unnecessary. Yeah. And I and, and frankly, the the way he's gone about his business this off season, in terms of adding to no the doubt. change in the roster, would indicate to me that Penny knew. Man, I better move on, just in case. I can't have my whole program on hold for this kid's. Right, got five felony charges. Like you know, he's he. My point is, he's already sort of made the decision in his actions. Exactly. Very early on. I think. I think this I think whole offseason. Right. But see, like you know, you you get on Instagram, you don't post captions like that. You know, you you have like turtles. You know, you let you release turtles. You have karate. You know what I'm saying? Turtles don't sell. Turtles don't. I don't. I don't get paid off Instagram. Turtles don't do that. Karate doesn't do that. You understand but you, that? But you try and you try. Controversial, to... sexy. Well, let those that, kinds of things work on Instagram. Well, controversial and sexy don't cut down the nets in Phoenix. You see him with the with the legal out there too. I, I, I you see those pictures? I, that, that oh, is, you don't care it's anymore. It's irrelevant to me. It's irrelevant. Just cut him loose, and that's it. It's about just, winning a championship and restoring Memphis basketball to the I'm level that it's supposed I'm to be. You, sexy and Mikey Williams is not going to help. Controversial. Memphis do that. They add to your followers. Bro, this is not and, VH1, and and that's what you that there you have. Re, that's what you should put in your column. Mikey Williams got to feed the beast. Well, he can feed the beast somewhere else. 
That's that's the key. This is not love and hip hop, bro. This is Memphis basketball trying to get back to a respectable level and make a deep run with the roster that Pitty has very successfully put together. Don't I, invite. I just don't. I don't. Don't think invite a, a bad actor that that would potentially ruin it. Any potential at all. Like what's what's you know? There's no upside to me. Um, we agree fundamentally. Um, you you may have a little bit more hope for Mikey than I do in terms of you know uh, his his future with Memphis basketball. But, well, John, every every soul is worth saving. Every soul is worth saving. You believe that, don't you? I do. I right. a soul, absolutely. I want to save Mikey's soul. I don't want to save Mikey's soul He's in a Memphis to, uniform. The, the, you're not gonna keep making money the way you, the road you're going down. You got to get back to basketball at some point. Well, why, and why he got you gotta talent. make money here? He man. Waste it. Make money somewhere else. Oh, I ain't saying he's got to do it here. Go to uh, UC San Diego. Go there. Stay home. You know. Man, you must have really liked the Simpsons. <laughs> it got nothing to do. I think it was. <laughs> it got nothing to do with yeah, it. The is, it is. It is. It uh, is. You know what I really like? Memphis basketball having a chance to compete for a national title. We gonna do that, despite whether he's here or not. If he's here, he has a chance to post a couple stories on Instagram and start complaining that he ain't playing, and that's gonna keep them from beating FAU. It's gonna keep it's, if it's, he's not on the it's, floor. Is, is it a, uh, an unnecessary distraction? Yes. And that is what we don't need, bro. That is what we we need. Good vibes. We had good vibes all year long last year, and it was great up until the end. Then we had bad vibes. Then we lost the game. Memphis basketball can't win games when there's bad vibes. It's just part of the thing. Anyway, good stuff. Excuse me. Drew Hill's going to join us. We'll talk to him. Hey, he's got experience with players who uh, are involved with guns and stuff, so we'll talk to him about that, uh, what it, what he thinks of this uh, opinion. Does he have hope? Would he? Should we have hope for Mikey Williams at Memphis? We'll get into all that with him when we come back. Jason and John. I- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Turn FM, ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. He is Drew Hill, a.k.a. QP, a.k.a. QP Ski. Covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphis and joins us every Thursday. And he joins us now. What's up, Drew? What's up? How are you guys? Mikey Williams. How about it? Um, Mikey Williams. I think that they could probably get by without having to have Mikey Williams. I think if Mikey Williams, uh, maybe he's a better player than I'm anticipating, but like, you got to remember that the college game has changed a lot. And like how much is a 18, 19 year old kid? I understand he's a really highly rated player and I could be totally wrong, but like oftentimes those, types of players are not the best players in college basketball anymore right so i mean it just feels like it's a it's been a headache for a while now and it might be time to just like let that headache go away i saw you had a column today i haven't had the chance to read it but uh on the surface i i guess i tend to agree with you well it's funny because you know brandon miller is the example uh that gets held up um, and, and and obviously, if Mikey Williams was Brandon Miller, uh, I think we'd have be we would be having a different discussion, and we would all be watching September fifth with bated breath to see what happens. But as great as Brandon Miller was, uh, he had one of the worst tournaments in the recorded history for for Alabama. Like statistically, his numbers were so historically bad. Uh, and, and we're talking about you know a number two pick in the draft. We're talking about a guy that was incredible all year long, freshman of the year in the country, and he still put up one of the worst. Uh, you know, shooting percentages the NCAA tournament has ever seen. So yes, I mean it's just it's a it's a philosophical thing. It's um you know it's a it's it's a pattern related thing. And uh, I don't know. I, I I find the decision for for Memphis and perhaps it's already been made, but I, I find it to be pretty simple based on all those factors. Yeah, I wish we could get a look at how good he he is. I mean, it's hard to really know, and there's so much social media circus around him. Right, that like sometimes the hype just go, it gets a little too big versus the type of the, the talent level of the player. And like Lamelo ended up turning out to be a, a really good player, but like he was a decent example of like I don't know, it felt like the hype was so big, but I don't know if if the talent really matched that. Like with Brandon Miller, at least it kind of he came in kind of quiet, <laughs> you know, and then the hype sort of generated once he was in school and people realized that he was really good. And then you're right. He didn't play well in the tournament. He also was hurt. Like he had a pretty serious seemed, uh, at least to the point where it was affecting him for an extended period of time, hip thing. So like, I just, it doesn't feel like Memphis needs Mikey Williams, right? Like, am I crazy to think that they don't need Mikey Williams? That they have experienced good guards. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I, I feel like it wouldn't be a huge hit for the team if he just wasn't on campus. Yeah, I, th- I think the way the Penny's put together this roster, aside from Mikey now, and sort of moved on from him at least with the roster construction. Sort of, he's he's kind of answering the question ahead of time, and because because you don't publicly need to come out and say we're cutting them loose. You can just let the you know let the news, let the courts all you know sort of decide that for you. Um, in terms of let, let's turn it to the Grizzlies, um, Jaws summer, Jaws off season, and. In terms, you know, I've seen the I've seen the workouts and the shirts and everything else, and it reminds me, you know, when they had the hoodies there at whatever point that was at the end of the season. Um, what are we hearing in terms of 
you know, is there is there any scuttle out there in terms of accomplishing the criteria that we never, you know, the NBA, of course, you know, was private with, but in terms of the what he's doing right now and appeasing whatever this criteria is, are we all are we all feeling good? Is it all good vibes about it? Um, I got to think about. I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> um, good. I'm glad I, I asked think, that question then. I, I think. Um, as far as like the shirts and stuff go, like I mean, that's kind of guy uh, is his personal videographer, and obviously they do a good job of promoting Ja, and I think that they have a lot of different, unique media content. Like he's definitely very good at what he does. Um, and I, but Ja hasn't really been putting that out there, and I think kind of a little bit better that he's just flying under the radar a little bit. I think that's probably a good mm-hmm. thing um, for Ja. As far as taking the right steps, what I had heard earlier this summer is that, you know, he was seeking the appropriate help, and that was encouraging, and that he had made some changes in his personal life. I won't get into those changes, but, like, he had made some changes in his personal life that uh, that were, make, were making the people around him very optimistic. And so I think that those two things were both good. Now, with that being said... Um, I would say I don't think you're going to see anybody come out and make promises of this sort that, you know, everything has changed and everything has gotten better. And, you know, wow, this is so great. He's headed back on track. I, I don't think I think everyone's a little hesitant to do that, not because he's doing anything wrong, but just because. Everybody sort of is on the same page at this point that he just needs to go out and play a, a, a drama-free season of basketball and show that he's still elite and he's going to be uh, the same teammate and leader and everything Everything that we thought of him, you know, before any of this happened, like that that's the real job and not, not, these, not these side things, not the, the stuff that's happened off the court. That's not – you know, that's not the real jaw. And I don't think, I still don't think anything he's done necessarily makes jaw a bad person at all. Uh, I just think that he probably needed to refocus his life and make some changes. And, you know, from what I've heard, it sounds like he's making a, a good effort to do that. And he's taken it seriously. And he's done steps beyond just hanging out at his house. Um, but uh, I also think that uh, it, you can't really just come out and say you expect that everything's going to be okay because now it's kind of on jaw to prove it. And I think he's understanding of that, and I think that's kind of what the Grizzlies want. So, like, I'll just put it this way. I would be surprised if you hear from the Grizzlies before the season starts something along the lines of, like, you know, yeah. oh, we love where right. where jaw is, you, you know. He's such a changed person. Like, I don't think you're going to hear that. I think what you're going to hear is, uh, is like, you know, we're going to support him and, and we hope that he has the best season he can possibly have for himself. And then he, he'll come out and prove that. Uh, and I think that's probably the best way to, to do it. What will, what are you anticipating media day being like? If and, and I'm assuming that he'll be able to be a part of that, Drew. Maybe you correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, but in terms of what that'll look like, because everybody's obviously got to get in and ask their What'd you do this summer? How'd it go? Are, to your point, Grizzlies aren't going to say, hey, yeah, we think he's a changed man, but he's certainly going to be asked that question. What do you anticipate that day being like? And uh, uh, him, obviously, will he be a part of it? I'm, I'm assuming so. He'll have to answer I'm that. I'm assuming right? not, honestly. Um, the only reason I'm assuming not is because, uh, and look, something could have changed that I don't know about at this point. The team activities. Um, 
But yeah, that mm-hmm. that's a team activity. That's a public team setting, and like I don't that's think what I was considering team settings are yeah. really what they're supposed to be. Gotcha. You know, that's why he wasn't in Vegas. Um, yeah. You know, for summer league watching the like public team settings. I don't think he's he's supposed to be a part of. And I think you know the Grizzlies as these days are going on are getting a clearer picture of what he will and, and won't be able to do with mm-hmm. the team. Like he's going to be able to be around the team. But, like, it's the public settings with the team. He won't be at the games, obviously. Um, So, uh, unless something has changed there, I would – I don't know the answer to this for sure. You may be right, but I would expect not, that he will not be. Um, But – It'd be such a distraction. Just asking anybody else any questions would be tough that day, wouldn't it? You know, writing other – wouldn't it? I mean, on that day, to your point about, you know, him not being there, it would just be tough to have a regular media day and everything not be focused on – his return. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I'll get exhausted of talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that there at least are enough other stories that it'll help carry through media day. Like we're going to talk to Steven for the first time since That's January. True. We'll probably get, we, we may get a chance to talk to Brandon who's in the middle of his recovery process for his, the Achilles. And like, there's no timetable for him, but like, people expect he's going to play this season. Like, I don't know. It, it's not definitely not going to be till 2024. You wouldn't think later, maybe it may be deep into the season before he gets back on the court, but we haven't heard from him. So it'd be nice to hear from him. And then, you know, you, you have Marcus smart and D Rose. Yep. And like, we haven't had a D Rose availability yet. So I think there will be enough to carry through, um, that, that, uh, and it, without it being totally awkward, but of course there's going to be questions about jaw. The good news is like, you know, for the, for those players, they've already been answering questions about Ja right. uh, uh, for you know a lot of the season, and so I think uh, they'll be well prepared and knowing what they're going to say as it relates to that. They'll have lots of time to think about that, and so I think it'll it'll get through. Um, I wanted to bring up today. I wanted to talk about this. This is uh, uh, I know I sometimes I, I take control of the show here, so I apologize. John, do you have any thoughts on the uh, the Grizzlies win total? Yeah, it was well. It depends on what it is. I mean, I, I, I it was at forty six and a half. Forty six and a half was the real forty six and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people have to understand how freaking precise these are usually. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I would go if I had if you forced me to bet it, I would go over. If you for, I, I don't feel great about it. I wouldn't want to bet the under because I know that the Grizzlies like they take they take the regular season seriously. So they're not a team I would be looking to play the under on. Um, so I, I would say I, I I think they can get to forty eight forty nine. I mean I th- I think the over feels right. Yeah, I'd, I'd say over. Yeah. So I we we don't really write about gambling at the, at the Daily Memphian, um, but. I did write a little bit about what the win total is and why it is what it is uh, this morning. And, like, to me, there's definitely an element there of, like, Jaws missing the first 25 games. And so you would assume that a lot of public or casual basketball fans are going to go instantly to the under, right, because they know that Jaws missing a huge chunk of the season. And then I really started, like, kind of looking into those games and kind of looking into – you know, the way that the season sets up for them and just asking a few questions like, okay, so last year, Brandon Clark, Steven Adams, Desmond Bain, and John Morant all played less than 60 games. And this team won 51 games, 51. Like they came in well over 51. 
it's the second year in a row that they've won 50 plus games. And then, so you, you look at that and you're like, okay, well, well, why was that? Was that because of like the point guard depth? Like, was it because they have, you know, great pieces behind the, the big stars that, that didn't, that missed games or the important pieces that missed games? How much of that was Tyus Jones? Because mm-hmm. you know, Tyus Jones is not there. Well, I think it's just still stuck in our heads what the Grizzlies did two seasons ago, how good they were without drought two seasons ago. And really last year, they were 13-9 and nine when Tyus was a starter. They were 11-10 and 10 when John didn't play. So, like, they were just average, right? Just average in those games. And then you look at the first 25 games of the regular season, and you say, okay, John missed 21 games last year. Can they go 500 in those 25 games? And if they do – you would still feel pretty good about that total coming over, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you would theoretically, you would. And so you look at those first twenty-five games of the regular season. I think they got a tremendous break with that schedule. I don't know if you've looked at, like, dissected those games, but they have really, to me, five games against elite competition. I think you got the Suns twice, you got the Lakers once, you got the Celtics once, and you got the Nuggets once, and then. They have eight games against like those middle tier teams. Your your New Orleans, your uh, Oklahoma Cities, like the teams that are like fringe playoff teams. Um, and then you've got ten games against teams that should be bad, like games that the Grizzlies very clearly could be favored in. I'm talking Houston, Portland, um, Utah. Those types of games. Now, a lot of those are on the road, but you got 10 games in which the Grizzlies, it looks like, are probably, you know, you would guess, even without John Morant, could be favored. 10. And so I'm looking at the schedule this morning going, they got a huge break. Like, mm-hmm. they, don't see, they don't see Sacramento until January. You know, they don't see, or until New Year's Eve, they don't see any of those elite teams in the East until January on like they got a huge break and so i was just asking myself like can they stay afloat without jaw i i absolutely think they're going to stay afloat without jaw and i think they absolutely will be right around 500 if not better looking at their schedule even without jaw to start the season and when i think you take that into account i feel pretty good about the fact that they're they're going to be close to a 50-win team again this year. Yeah, I would lean that way. I would definitely lean that way. That's a good breakdown there. Um, you know, I think again, I think the, the the Grizzlies are never a regular season team that I'm looking to play the under on, um, just because we know how they approach it. You know, there are some teams that don't care, and there are other teams that 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 do care for the majority of those 82. And the Grizzlies are firmly in the in the in the box of they they do care. Um, so, yeah, good stuff, Drew. Appreciate the time as Thank always, you, brother. brother. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yep, he is Drew Hill covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphis. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I think there are there's a there are question marks, but I think those questions are sort of more what happens when Ja gets back as opposed to mm-hmm. while he's out. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Marcus Smart fits in, you know, pretty perfectly at the at the at the one. Um, I guess the three is where you start to, you know, guess you move Desmond to the three. Between him and Kennard, yeah, but yeah, Desmond will be over there. But it's Kennard's a just a vet. I mean, court. you know, I mean, whatever you give up defensively, you make up with Marcus Smart out there. So you know, it's you have you have two guys on the floor at all. You know, three if Stephen Adams is out there, three guys at all times. 
who can make up defensive, you know, deficiencies anywhere on the court. So it's not like it's not like Kennard's just you you can't just hunt Kennard, you know, try after try. Like there's gonna be help coming over, you know, because Jaron covers so much damn you know, mm-hmm. space. Um, and that's the benefit. You know, Mark Smart, same thing. So I don't I don't really think it's as much of a I I, I just think my question's like what what will the Ja Desmond Marcus Smart lineup look like? I think that's an interesting question. You know, um, will there be enough sort of offense with Marcus at the at the three as opposed to you know him just you know running the one? But I mean, I I, I have no reason to take the under on the Grizzlies here. Uh, there, I have every reason to believe Marcus Smart can be a more efficient perimeter shooter than Dylan Brooks was last yeah. season. That's how bad it got for Dylan. Yeah. And again, keep pointing back to those corner three numbers for Marcus Smart. They're outstanding. So there's a good chance he's gonna be a better shooter for, you. and that's and that's what you're gonna need. I mean, you, the other options are gonna take care of most of it, but you're gonna need Marcus Smart to knock down open shots. He can do that certainly from that from those corners, man. No question. Uh, but good stuff there from Drew. We'll come back. Uh, got college football tonight. Got a couple games tonight, Jason. So we'll go over mm-hmm. those. Uh, it is obviously week one in college football, so we'll talk about that. Uh, lots to get to. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you beat the books with BetQL. You don't often get one of the best teams in baseball for plus money, but that's the situation tonight as the Dodgers host the Braves. L.A. has the best home record in baseball, but find themselves as underdogs tonight against Atlanta, the team with the best overall record. The BetQL model wants to take advantage of the plus money, and their five-star best bet is the Dodgers on the money line against the Braves. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the the BetMGM app today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 